Men, Women and Power A live conversation in the wisdomfactory.net with John Freeman and Professor Dr. Barbara von Maybaum. The event was hosted by Heidi Hörnlein and Mark Davenport in the Italian non-profit association Il Paradiso Integrale. This is the last part with the topic Communication in Service of Life. I, I, one of the things that occurred to me is that having expanded the conversation from, from a woman and a man's point of view is expanding the conversation to include the generation wise because I, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a bunch of old folk having this conversation. So, yeah. um, so you know, how, how different would it be if we were having that conversation with them? Would they, would they already be seeing, certainly a lot of the behavior we're seeing out in the world in terms of how, how the generation Y reacts to uh, leadership development and so on, is there's a completely different sense of engagement or in many cases, non-engagement. They just don't choose to go there and to subscribe to the model that has been in existence for such a long time and, and that was it Doug's comment was referring to. But I would like to refer to a paradox which just comes to my mind. I, I don't know the English word for um, Verdinglichung. Uh, can you help oh, me? Objectification. <laughs> yes, objectification, yeah. Objectification, well, we have this technical trend of objectification. Everything which is human, everything which is nature. And some of these Young Generation Y people are very strong exactly in this trend. So to me, it seems pretty paradox. They reclaim to have a different feeling of themselves and of the situation. They reclaim to do something very good for the world. But this trend of transhumanism and objectification, everything which is nature, goes on and goes on. So... I don't know yes. what to do with it, but it's very <laughs> paradox to me. Yeah, well, it seems to me it's part of the same. It's part of the same shift, the kind of shift out of orange. And I think you know maybe the fact that they're in the middle of it, and they're and that you're you've got this kind of fulcrum that they're on, where which does look quite paradoxical. But then, of course, when when you <laughs> one of the things we know about getting up to the next stage is everything becomes much more paradoxical and you have to actually deal with the uncertainty instead of trying to put everything in a box where you know exactly where it is. I mean, that that's one of, uh, that's another one of the mindsets that goes with blue and orange is wanting to put everything in its box and define everything as an answer instead of being able to actually move consciously with awareness in a, a flexible way that reflects the flow of nature and the universe and even the fact that we talk about nature as if nature is something which exists over there it's not actually there's humans and there's nature in a lot of the way that we language this which is so completely wrong and, and so stupid but but somehow that's what we've done yeah. yeah and we have to stop it but let's let's try in the last 10 minutes we have let's try to somehow pick up what might help or what might lead to a different situation. I put in well, this listening, appreciating each other, women amongst themselves too, but maybe men among themselves too. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I wonder, what are we doing? You know, we, we know this problem. What are we doing? And is that something everybody should be doing? 
I'm projecting, of course, but I know that the last five years of my life living with Heidi has been absolutely transforming in terms of, of what I have learned and what she has learned about me and my history as a man. You know, it is a huge, huge trade that we have made and profited by. So the, the man-woman kind of thing, I think that is possible to do. But that doesn't mean we have equality of outcome. You know, yeah. <laughs> she's much more techie than I. Absolutely. I don't want to do any more of that than I have to. So it doesn't mean just because we are equal mm. that we, have to we do, do the, same. the same things at all. At and all. I want to add uh, using relationships for growing up together. We mm. had a talk, several talks with Tom Habib, who is working on the stages of development as a couple. Mm -hmm. And this is very, very interesting, how he points out in different stages, how you behave or how you are, and how you, when you come into uh, first love, he calls it first love, I think the fourth stage, that is the first when you can really see the other person as the human being who it is. And Instead of what you do normally in relationships, the role or the projection of yourself onto the other person. So doing relationship work would be, for me, at the basis of this coming together between masculine and feminine and not avoid it. Today, everybody goes away as soon as some problems come. Only single. How many single people are in the world because they avoid relationships? But for me, relationships are the catapult into I think one of the things that it's very easy for us to do, and I don't mean this to sound critical, is to is to kind of think that what I did is what other people have to do. And I mean, I don't disagree with the notion that relationships are a very powerful way in which to, to work on these things. I, I think it's important not to make it the way. I mean, one of the reasons I am interested in working with organizations is because actually changing the paradigm of how organizations themselves operate is a potentially equally liberating space to be in. It's another space in which new ways of looking at things, new ways of getting out of the notion that every problem has to have an answer rather than being, as I said a minute ago, being in awareness and responding to what's happening and opening up the whole field of the, the way that organisations see themselves, having them become more like living systems than they are like things and structures and, and assemblages of processes. There are so many different places. What I would be encouraging people to do is just work where they are and do more of what they can see to do that seems appropriate for them and to match their mindset and their expertise. You know, I'd love loads of people to come to, to come and read the stuff I write and think the way that I do, but actually that's never going to happen. And I shouldn't live in a space where I think that it should happen. I think it's very important that relationship is one agenda where you can learn. Organization, of course, is a wonderful, excellent field of learning. Politics is a very good field of learning, too. If we want to come to to better situation, people have to talk with each other. I'm a very great fan of a, a little story of Margarete Petersen. I would like to to tell it to you, because I think she really puts the finger on the right place. She says, when the primordial mother 
the mother goddess, gave birth to the humans. She ordered women and men to enter the time. She told women where to go and men how to find the way. The problem arises if women and men lose their capacity to come to an understanding. Then men are walking in cycles with high efficiencies, but they don't know they are not able to arrive. They know how to manage, but they are not able to arrive. And I think this ability to arrive is somehow connected with the, with the question, how can we serve life? Mm -hmm. And women have to come back to their inner wisdom and their knowledge of how to serve life. And women have to bring this into their conversation with men. And men have to listen to that and bring in mm -hmm. their way of dealing with this task. So I, I really think this conversation, how can we serve life, has to take place between the genders and between the different principles. Can I say something to that? I have the impression that serving life is not very much on a masculine or male agenda. That's why women have... This is why women have to become aware of their inner wisdom and their inner knowledge and have to put this into the agenda. Women have to speak up to their understanding, to their knowledge. Mm -hmm. Only then it can, I think the present situation which we have with this dominance of an orange meme, this is a sort of an outcome of the breakdown of the conversation between men and women and their mutual wisdom. By the breakdown of the inner conversation inside women, because they gave it up. And inside men. Qualities. And, in, yes. Yes. and I, inside men. I mean, I would want to say that men are not less interested in life if, if they stop and kind of connect with that question. I don't, there's a sting song about nuclear war, which, which says that it won't happen if the Russians love their children too. There is a fundamental biological urge for life. The problem, it seems to me, is that men have been more discouraged from remaining aware of that connection. But I don't. it's not that it's less there than it is in okay. women. And they have been encouraged to this protection type, which you mentioned in the very beginning, to make yep. war. And it has to be taken back from this war energy and more oriented towards a protection energy, which is very different. Yes. yes. Yeah. Wow, this was a rich conversation. I thank you both. Wow, we had some viewers here and probably also in replay. I thank you who were here in live and the others who will see it later. And please connect with us. Write your comments under the YouTube video, also here on the website. And let's continue the conversation. Let's find out what you think about it and <laughs> create groups, create communication, because it's all about communication, as Barbara said truly. And she is working for a long time on that. Find that out on the website, thewisdomfactory.net, on their page. There are all the links to both of them, to their books, and enter the conversation. And for me, it was a pleasure to meet John. Not to meet the two of you, but to meet John. Uh, I didn't know you, so I'm very delighted to... I would love to continue this conversation. I'm, I, I would welcome that too. Mm -hmm. yeah.
It was yeah, good. It was, it, it, was, it was a pleasure to have this conversation in every respect, so thank you. You have listened to Man, Women and Power, a conversation in four parts with John Freeman, Barbara von Maybaum, Heidi Hörnlein and Mark Devonbord at thewisdomfactory.net. You find more information about the guests and all videos and audios of previous parts at http colon slash slash bit.ly slash powermanwomen written together.